It's what we all work for, the weekend. And this one will be extremely mild. The last couple of days have been calling for forecasted highs of plus one, but falling short as the uh, the fog was pretty thick the last couple of mornings. No fog advisory this morning, but there are some patchy, uh, foggy areas here and there uh, this morning. But not as much sunshine the last few afternoons as originally predicted with those plus ones. Therefore, we didn't even hit it. And yesterday, I'll be first to admit, I might have blown up by more than three and probably my biggest gap ever in the weather guarantee. Uh, they had said plus one. I went with that yesterday, and it was actually minus seven. So, yeah, clearly I lost there. I've had a rough week. I've lost a few times. I was trying to rebuild here. I was uh, starting to get a $25. So, Oliver Pippen in Regina, I'll be cutting you a check for 25 bucks. Now, today, again, I'll start with $25. Taylor Kowalchuk and Grant Clue, uh, Cooley. Thanks for entering at cjammy.com. If uh, I'm off by three, you'll win $25. If not, I'll just add another 25 and pick another contestant. And yes, your name stays in. Win or lose, one entry is all we accept. And you can, uh, often I've, I've said one name one week, and then a few weeks later, that name pops up again. It does happen. So one entry is all we need at cjme.com on the contest page. want to thank Windsor Plywood and Dahar Hair Restoration, too. So uh, bad luck on the weather guarantee. However, I can guarantee this. El Nino's back in play. little influence of the Pineapple Express. The cold Arctic air pushed way to the north. It is going to be sunny and plus temperatures all weekend and all next week. No negative temperatures for daytime highs. It's all plus. And the Frost Winter Festival kicking off today with a glow exhibit again over at the Real District. And you'll find the marketplace there. Lots of food and a play zone for kids. Lots of outdoor activities in the area too. Another Frost Hub is over at Wascana Park where they put the rink in right there on the lake. It's open till 9 nightly. The warm-up shelter opens up about 4 until closing as well. And uh, on the Dudney Strip, there will be entertainment there. You will see as they've uh, set up some tents. They've got an ice bar built, huge fire pits. There's Cornhole and Crocacurl Curl there on the Dudney Strip. And downtown, Crocacurl, Curl, the rink, of course, downtown. And uh, lots of family activities coming for Frost. The website has all the details at frostregina.com. Dot com, But uh, that real district will again be hopping this weekend. Not only Frost, but over at the Cooperator Center, we've got a big under-13 hockey tournament on. Teams from uh, Alberta, BC, Manitoba, and welcome to the city. And the U of R Cougars women's hockey team has got two games there at the Cooperator Center this weekend. Tomorrow night at the Brent, the big motor sports spectacular is on. So that pushes our Pats. Uh, Onto a road trip. They've got a three-game road trip here uh, coming up. I believe they start in Lethbridge. They're still fighting for a playoff spot. They're looking uh, from uh, 10th spot right now, hoping to just, you know, claw their way into that last playoff spot. There's still time. Pat's on the road for three games, though. High school students have been busy with midterms this week. I sure hope if you have a high school student in your household, it's gone well for them. We haven't heard from the teachers on any potential future job action. And I do not believe there are any talks between the teachers and province. Unless behind the scenes they've been keeping it quiet and working together, but we haven't heard anything. 
The teachers have held strikes the last two Mondays. If they were considering another this Monday, technically they have to give 48 hours notice. So even though we might not hear from them today if they're going to do that, tomorrow would be the day, of course. But uh, nothing on that front to report. Stalemate continues. Oh, it's going to be a nice weekend. Melty, slushy, plus temperatures, the Frost Festival. Just the idea of getting out and getting some fresh air is uh, pretty attractive, I think, here after what has been uh, probably a busy work week for you. And it's NFL Sunday, so make sure you get out and enjoy the great outdoors before the football starts Sunday afternoon at 2. That's uh, something that I know myself. And my good buddy, Grey Cup champ, Green Zone analyst, Belton Johnson will be doing. Let's let's get out and enjoy the weekend before, too, right, on Sunday? Absolutely, man. You got to get out and have a good time. And you know what, Greg? The best part is the weather. <laughs> yeah, it certainly is. What are you planning on doing this weekend? Well, this weekend, uh, we got Sass Select. So my, I'll be coaching Max over there in Moose Jaw uh, all weekend, to be honest with you, but I think my wife and the girls, they may get out there to frost and everything. Have a good time. Nice. Good to hear. Well, of course, as I mentioned, 2 o'clock is game number one Sunday. Uh, Chiefs and Ravens. Let's start there. Both have great quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes. If you were going to battle with one, who would you want leading you, Belton? Oh, man. Oh, Greg, that is a hard one. (laughs) I, if I had to choose one, I think I I got to go with Mahomes, man. Like he, the way he does things, uh, you know, his offense hasn't been that great during the regular season, and somehow they're still they still made it to the championship game here. So it, that's who I would choose is Mahomes. Well, it's interesting you say that because Lamar Jackson, who's no slouch himself. Uh, he has, I thought, maybe the edge because the way he runs the ball, he's like a beast sometimes when he just takes over with the ball himself at quarterback. And, and he does. And, you know, I've seen and watched Lamar all year this year and just, like you said, the way he runs or, you know, that's how he buys that extra time. Don't forget Patrick Mahomes. He can move around as well sometimes and get the ball down the field. So. On the defensive side, the Ravens allowing the fewest points per game this season. The Kansas City Chiefs second in that stat. They're so close and evenly matched, aren't they? And Belton, this is this is Baltimore's first visit to the AFC Championship game since they won the Super Bowl 11 years ago. They had an awesome regular season. Will that transition into Super Bowl champions? So I'm going to tell you right now, because the Chiefs, they're playing in their sixth straight AFC championship. So it's no pressure on them at all. I think the pressure is on Baltimore. But I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going with Baltimore because I think the game is going to be won in the trenches. I think it's going to be the Ravens D-line overpowering that KC's offensive line. Wow. Wow. Yep. I uh, after that big buildup, picking Mahomes, you go with the Ravens. I know Mahomes' receivers haven't been as reliable, but the Chiefs have powered their way through the season, and they're playing in their sixth conference championship. As you said, they are the defending champs. If Jason has his shirt ripped off, pounding back those beer with Mama Kelsey and the Swifties are cheering loud enough, Patrick Mahomes is going to the Super Bowl again, Belton, and I'll tell you. 
He will master a game-winning drive in the final minutes. The Chiefs will win 30-28. to 28. Wow. Actually, I had the Ravens winning 30-20. to 20. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's going to come down to that Ravens. And you're right. The Chiefs, they got a good D, but the Ravens, I don't know. They, they've done something special as well this year. All right, we got to go fast. Game two here, Detroit Lions. And uh, I don't know. This, this is Brock Purdy, Christian McCaffrey. Both finalists for MVP. They have home field advantage, the 49ers. What do you think? Can the Lions' Cinderella story continue? I think it's going to end. And I think, again, this is, you know, defense wins championships, right? So the 49ers defense, they're ranked third in points allowed. They've only given up 17 and a half points, whereas the uh, the Lions' D have given up uh, 23.2 points a game. I got the 49ers winning at home. 29-20. 29-20. I think the Lions are America's team right now. <laughs> and if there's a Cinderella-like script being written, I think it continues with a trip to the Super Bowl, Belton. Lions 29-26. to 26. Wow, look at that. You got so close with that, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see who's right on Sunday. The main thing is... We got some football to watch this weekend, and it'll be fun. Thanks, man. Have a great weekend, Belton. Hey, you have a good one as well. kind of weather makes you feel uh, like partying, but uh, be careful, will you? Go do what 545 people did last month. SGI says that many were busted for impaired driving in the province. Now, of the people who had their license suspended, 241 were for drugs, the other 121 for alcohol. If you're looking for something to do this weekend and you love the Cathedral Village Arts Festival in the spring and everything they do in the summer well listen up they need some extra money to pay for all that stuff that is uh, frequently free in addition to you shopping the cathedral area and with me this morning is linda rattray who is one of the many working behind the scenes of a big fundraiser they call it a crucial fundraiser tomorrow night in regina welcome to the show linda how are you i'm great greg how about you i'm really well you must be excited the weather has turned around perfectly timed (laughs) for your big day tomorrow that's right the weather will certainly be in our favor for our fundraiser for the cathedral village arts festival taste of cathedral taking place taste of cathedral explain to us how we can be a part of this tomorrow well you can purchase tickets on eventbrite or if you have cash or check, you can purchase them at Desart Suites on 13th Avenue. Once I get that ticket, what is it good for? Well, you get an evening of gourmet delights, silent auction, and live music. And where will that be? At the Canadian Italian Club. So it's $25 to get into the Italian. Are some of the cathedral restaurants coming together there? Yes, we'll have eight cathedral area restaurants and food-related businesses. Um, they'll be serving up tastings of some of their food-type items, such as um, well, Blanco Cantina is serving garlic mushroom tacos, jerk chicken from Auntie Maggie's Caribbean Meals, the famous Dole Whip from Elle's Cafe, and on and on. Sounds like it's going to be delicious and a great fundraiser. Why is this so crucial for the festival? 
as you may or may not know, all of our festival events that take place starting the Victoria Day Monday um, in May are free to the public. However, we still have to pay the artists and pay for venues, pay for sound equipment, and that sort of thing. So, obviously, we need to raise funds to do so. You've got a Connor Bedard jersey. Is it autographed? <laughs> An autographed Connor Bedard jersey, including a hockey card of his, and a picture of him signing the jersey. How did that happen? Well, we have this very kind soul who works in our building, and he donated this jersey, even after he stood in line for five hours to get the signature. Okay, so he's verified it. It is an actual Connor Bedard signature. Yes, and I took it to a collector, and he verified it, and the photo of him signing the jersey should also prove as verification. All right, so uh, you hope that goes for big money, I bet, don't you? Definitely. Is there a specific dollar you need to raise out of this evening, do you think? Well, um, anything above 100000 would be awesome, but not likely. <laughs> we hope to raise about like a good $10,000. Okay, well, again, if anyone wants to uh, enjoy this, tickets are, are available right now where again? At Desart Suites on 13th Avenue and also on Eventbrite. Eventbrite. Okay, $25. That's it, too, right? Yeah, although the tasting tickets are a dollar each, and the items range from two to four tasting tickets. It sounds like a lot of fun. I hope it's a huge success for you tomorrow evening. Thank you for telling us, Linda, all about it. Hey, thanks for having me, Greg. With the weather turning into nothing but plus temperatures this weekend and all next week, venturing outdoors is going to be easy, and uh, perhaps one of your first stops might be to grab more windshield washer fluid. Really uh, sloppy the last few days in uh, the afternoon, and it's only going to get worse this weekend. Frost on over the Real District and the Motorsports Show at the Brand Center tomorrow night. I shoved the Pats out of town. They're on a uh, road trip. Starting in Lethbridge against the Hurricanes. They're in 10th in the East. On the outside of a playoff spot right now. they got to get it together. Hurricanes are in 7th. Sunday, the Pats are in Calgary. In the NHL, the Oilers, hoping to keep the streak alive, hosting the Blackhawks last night. With a win, the Oilers would make it 15 games in a row in their quest to at least tie, if not pass the Penguins, who hold the record of most consecutive wins at 17. So in Edmonton, the Blackhawks come to town with a streaker of their own, not having won a game on the road in 18. And sure enough, there's Connor McDavid. He may not be scoring as much and frequently as uh, years past, but he opened the scoring with his 18th goal. He would eventually get his 19th on the empty net late in the third, and the final was 3-0 Oilers. So they continue with the streak. Yet Oilers coach Chris Knobloch, Thinks the boys need to step it up a notch if they want to keep going. We're just playing good enough to win right now. I think we got a lot more on our group, but um, as a coach, we're just, as a coaching staff, we're always pushing our guys, trying to get better at something each day. And um, right now, I think we've been good enough each night to win games, and that's, that's about it. Only four teams in the NHL have ever won 15 in a row. Oilers' next game is Nashville tomorrow afternoon. Then uh, it's the all, all-star break, right? So if they win that one, well, the potential uh, game-time 17th game would be 
in Vegas. So they got to win against the Predators. Then uh, Game 17 to keep the streak alive would be next Tuesday in Vegas. Flames lost 5-2 to Columbus. Montreal edged the Islanders out 4-3. That game was kind of cool to watch because at the beginning, during the National Anthem, they showed a video tribute to Patrick Waugh during the O Canada. And the crowd went nuts. Standing ovation. Patrick Waugh looked uh, like he was smiling with appreciation too. But even though the Islanders lost in the end 4-3 after the game, Waugh said that was pretty cool. I'd like to thank the Montreal Canadiens for that. I mean, it was really nice of them what they did. The fans were just like like usually. I mean, this is this this is a good crowd and it's like in New York. So they're, they're good fans in there. That was only the second game while I was coaching the Islanders and he won the first one, but uh, uh tight one last night. Four three the final there. Uh if you're looking for something to watch this weekend, Sophia Vergara, you know, from Modern Family, is in a show called Griselda. <laughs> Wasn't that a Flintstones character, <laughs> it sounds? I anyhow, highly anticipated this one on Netflix. And she plays a Colombian businesswoman who turns out to be one of the most notorious Colombian drug lords. And it is loosely based on a true story. In fact, so much so that Griselda Blanco's family filed a lawsuit this week for unauthorized use of her likeness, calling on a judge to uh, halt the release of the series. But uh, Netflix is not going to budge. It just dropped. And uh, this is the one I'm looking uh, forward to seeing on Apple TV. Masters of the Air, produced by Steven Spielberg and Tom Hanks. It's kind of like in the vein of Band of Brothers. And it stars Austin Butler as a World War II bomber pilot. And uh, Butler revealed that he only had a week between filming that Elvis movie and then jumping into this series. So he had to lose that Elvis Presley accent. He mentioned on the Late Show with Stephen Colbert this week what uh, he did to to try and shake it. All I thought about was Elvis for three years, and then I had that week off, and then I flew to London, <laughs> and then I, I at that time it's COVID, so I'm quarantined for ten days. Yeah. I thought, all right, just pour all this energy into learning about World War II now. Right. How would Elvis Bannon fly a plane? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I had a dialect coach just to help me not sound like Elvis. So, wow. Yeah. That's Austin Butler in this uh, new series called Masters of the Air, a new war drama. If you have Apple, yeah, you can watch it there. Coming up next half hour, you're going to meet Tyler Pakoaway, who is a Regina High School teacher who's built a course to teach students about finances, which is a great idea. I only wish I had that kind of a course uh, growing up. But besides just the obvious in financial matters, he's also teaching about Bitcoin. This has been approved by the school board. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, learn about Tyler's new course and a lot more about Bitcoin, which I don't have a great grasp on myself. So that's why I'm inviting him next half hour to drop in and tell us all about it. CJME Newstime Now is 627.